गाइस आई एम डॉक्टर अनुश्रुति एंड आई एम बैक विद येट अनदर ब्लॉकबस्टर एपिसोड टुडे ऑन बोर्ड आई हैव डॉक्टर मेगन डेली जॉइनिंग लाइव डायरेक्टली फ्रॉम यूएसए हु इज अ पर्पस फिल्ड फिजिकल थेरेपिस्ट एंड अ गॉर्जियस वुमेन ऑफ कोर्स शी इज थ्राइविंग इन मेकिंग मूवमेंट माइंडसेट एंड एक्सपीरियंस एज योर कोर वैल्यू इन अ हेल्दी लाइफस्टाइल लेट्स वेलकम हर हेलो डॉक्टर मेगन हाउ आर यू Hi, I'm great. How are you? I am fine. How are you doing today? Pretty good. It's a busy day here, but it's going to be really good. I'm excited. Okay, looking forward to it. Beginning with the very first question. What is movement? So, I kind of love this question because it's so general. Um so movement can mean a lot of things. A lot of people immediately think of strength training maybe that's my bias coming out because it's very much like my world that i am in but it can move mean all kinds of things it doesn't necessarily need to mean just strength training or crossfit or running it can be walking the dog it can be going out and dancing it can be anything that involves moving your body preferably in a way that brings you joy so i i think it's very important and it's incredibly It's something that's beautiful to incorporate in multiple different ways. So, movement in a nutshell, we can say just moving around out of your comfort zone. Like, if I am sitting right now, you are sitting right now, we should get up and have a walk for either a small distance, but just move, just because motion exactly. and our body is made to move. Yes, exactly. There are. I mean, I don't necessarily need to get into like all the science of it, but. we're not meant to be static beings like there's aren't there really aren't many health benefits to static in fact there's but there's ample benefits to moving your body and getting some blood flow now that's not to say that you can just get away with just walking like you need strength training there are things that resistance training will get you that gentle movement cannot and so it's it's indispensable for a healthy lifestyle but there also is something to be said for like if you're sitting 8 hours a day and you try to make up with it with 1 hour at the gym like that's really not cutting it either it's better than nothing however it's not cutting it if you want to live an overall healthy lifestyle like those 8 hours rather than just sitting get up periodically move throughout your day maybe you do something in the morning to move for fun like for me personally i've moved my gym time to later in the day and in the morning i still move but it's walking the dog maybe i dance in the kitchen while i'm making breakfast like as silly as that sounds it works it gets some blood flow going it gets my lymphatics moving versus just letting everything sit statically and just kind of build up in our bodies so what exactly you know how much percentage like we have for a healthy lifestyle we have a lot of components you know uh, be it strength training or losing weight if you're obese or eating a good diet how would you rate like what percentage does movement you know has holes in a healthy lifestyle. So you're asking like what percentage of movement throughout your day? Yeah. So I not a great answer for this. There isn't like a specific one, so it's really tough, but I do think it needs to be consistent throughout your day. Because I think the biggest audience I feel there are a lot of general people who just are the beginners over the hill. you know they do not know the even the basics of strength training which is so popular nowadays everything is connected to strength training and you know 
healthy lifestyle in particular i would use the term healthy lifestyle because i believe healthy lifestyle is our goal am i right dr mm-hmm. yes the last we all we want is a healthy lifestyle where we are illness free and we are active even when we are in a geriatric you know uh, population zone so for those people who are listening and watching us right now on various platforms what do you feel what exact movement should they do as a beginner and how much do, do they do i mean you would be aware of the newcomers especially i'm sorry especially in the new year's time like i've been hitting gym and i'll be walking like 15 kilometers 20 kilometers i'll be jogging so for those kind of audience what will be your answer yeah so it kind of goes to like where you're starting if you're really starting with nothing then we want to gradually like i don't want you going in and trying to max out your back squat and your deadlift and go run a mile like that's a bit much if you if you're going from nothing the the idea is to just do a little bit more each day so that's where i would want someone to start now within that first week by all means like get up and go walk try if you're getting zero steps in like let's try for 10,000 steps throughout the next like two days like try to just gradually increase it now we do want you getting to a point where like 10 to 20,000 steps in a day is relatively normal for like me so that wouldn't cut it for me i would need to up that if i was going for like just the walking goal for strength training right now if you're doing absolutely nothing give me 3 days of just like 30 minutes in the gym with some weights that are challenging but doable so i can't give like specific like oh go lift 15 pounds because that may be real too easy for someone and maybe too hard for someone else i don't know but if it's challenging but doable a really easy just kind of very basic strength training thing to try and i would say do this with something that goes overhead something that involves picking weight up from the ground and then something that involves holding weight and squatting those are kind of like the three very basic like start with those and do five sets of five reps at a weight and build it up to a weight where you could only do seven maybe eight reps after that you would fail you wouldn't be able to do it so that's a really basic very generalized like hey if we start there you're in a really good place to actually build strength rather than like if you if you went too light if you did that five sets of five at a weight that you could do like 20 reps at you're getting the general like basic gentle movement benefits but you're not getting the strength training benefits at that point so i would say for the person who's a beginner give me a little bit of walking give me just gentle movement throughout your day and i i put that as a general term because it can be walking it can be dancing it could just be standing up and doing five jumping jacks and sitting back down like whatever you want it to be and then give me 3 days of 30 minutes of strength training and then build up from there since we are talking all about healthy lifestyle you know it is so important to acquire a healthy lifestyle nowadays and the biggest factor in this i feel is a good sleep what do you feel dr me yes. how much sleep you know indicates uh, towards a healthy lifestyle and also for all our night owls who are maybe listening or watching this video in the midnight on their mobile screens what do you want to say <laughs> so sleep is the number one like recovery tool that no one's utilizing well enough. Sleep is one of those things where we ideally want to see I mean the the 8 hours is a really like solid number. If 
I will quickly say, if you're not getting seven hours of good quality sleep, don't nap. It actually is detrimental to your sleep if you're napping, if you're not already getting at minimum seven hours of sleep at night. Because the ideal is actually seven hours of good quality sleep and a two-hour nap in the afternoon. However, outside of a few countries that have that built into their culture, that's really tough to pull off for a lot of people. So that's where the eight hours comes in. And I would say for anyone who's like up at midnight and staring at the screen on their phone, you're doing yourself a disservice. Um, Now, absolutely like watch the show, but let's not do it at bed, like on your screen, because there are huge benefits to improving your sleep. If you're not looking at a screen at least an hour before bedtime, preferably a little bit longer before bedtime. And then a few other things that can help optimize like the two big ones that people don't think about because it has nothing to do with at night is in the morning, bright lights, preferably sunshine within the first two hours of your day. And then hold off on your first cup of coffee. I know that's tough to hear for a lot of people, but if you can hold off for 90 minutes or so, it will really, really help your body produce its natural serotonin and kind of start on that circadian rhythm that you need for good sleep. Although Dr. Megan, as you specialize in movement, Uh, What do you think, you know, the today's lifestyle revolves around work from home, learning from home, schooling from home, and we got a lot of work doing from home, sitting on a bench, like just now, even look at us, we are sitting, (laughs) okay, we are doctors, we know that we do have to move and we will be moving, but the sedentary lifestyle of people nowadays, they do not work. I believe I have seen a lot of, uh, you know, clients who actually tell me their uh, routine as in sitting for nine hours straight. Can you even imagine straight nine hours of sitting? And then they come. starters, I wouldn't be able to stand up after nine hours of sitting. (laughs) I don't know. So what do you have to say to them? Like these kind of people, how can they achieve movement in their lifestyle? Yep. So I do have a few patients that kind of fit that they're at, really rough jobs where they're sitting and trying to work on projects for like eight hours a day. And what I have them do, I generally have them start with setting an alarm on their phone because it's tough to otherwise like break out of whatever they're doing. And then for those who are like, well, I don't want to get interrupted in my work, whatever works for you, generally the alarm every hour. And then, or you can just start to develop the habit of in between every task that you're doing get up and do something. Um, I generally like, I'll talk with my patients and pick whether it's five jumping jacks, five burpees, walking around the office, something like that. Walking to get another cup of water, something that just is very gentle. doesn't take more than maybe a minute max. So it's really not taking them out of their work day and then getting right back into it. Um, the other thing that I like telling people, because a lot of times if we're seeing having someone that's sitting for eight or nine hours or so, chances are they might be dealing with some kind of ache or pain, quite frequently the low back. So I will tell them to actually do pelvic tilts while they're sitting just to keep blood flow going through that area. So they will literally be sitting, working on the computer and doing back and forth pelvic tilts. Like as silly as it seems, it does work to at least keep a little bit of blood flow there. And so nothing's sitting statically and allowing like inflammatory chemicals to just build up and get irritated. Absolutely. So all my viewers who are sitting right now and would have been sitting for the past three hours, four hours, five hours, get up. This is your reminder to get up from your seat and have a walk. 
at least to your kitchen and drink a glass of water. Moving yep. on, Dr. Megan, recovery lifestyle. You know, as a physical therapist, you would have come across these terms very often in your uh, career. What is actually recovery lifestyle? And a patient who's actually under the recovery stage, what should be their lifestyle in respects to movement? So I actually deal with this a lot with my patient population because I tend to, a lot of my patients are the highly active adults. So someone who, even if they are sitting at work a ton, they're hitting the gym once, maybe twice a day. They're walking around, they're running marathons on the weekend, Like they're very active. And so for that population, it's really important to involve recovery because there is a, like, yes, we absolutely want movement, but you can do too much of a good thing if you do just that and you don't allow your body to just kind of rest and recover. Our muscles are meant to kind of break down and then rebuild up. So if you're constantly breaking them down by going hard in the gym day after day after day, and you're not giving them a rest period to really be able to rebuild, then I don't know if you've seen the graphs, but like you can just go and Google like strength charts and see that you can have benefits. And then all of a sudden you'll hit this dip if you don't have a recovery day and it'll be really tough to continue to get benefits. Like you'll, you'll plateau. So I actually work on developing recovery plans with a lot of my people. So that looks like a lot of different things. Sometimes it's a day where it's just gentle movement. So rather than going into strength training, they're just going on a walk with friends or they're doing like really gentle laps in the pool. Um, a lot of times it involves cold plunge because I think there's something to be said for, so we've talked a lot about movement, but we haven't necessarily talked about how like movement is beneficial for so much more than just physical health. Like it helps reduce anxiety, depression, and it drastically decreases your risk of metabolic disease. Like just an hour of strength training a week will drop that by 30%, which is pretty significant for just an hour. Um, it improves insulin resistance. It decreases cancer mortality. Like there's all these reasons why you should be resistance training. Very similarly, things like cold plunges for nervous system health are going to be hugely important for your nervous system health which then plays into your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health. Um, same as sleep. Sleep is the biggest one, kind of like we already talked about. But then like the other one that I'm admittedly a little bit on a, of a kick right now, and I know it's becoming more popular, is the cold plunge or cold exposure, um, specifically to the lateral neck. So the research that they've done for vagal nerve health really is like ice to the lateral neck or cold plunge up to the neck. So that's going to be really good for just allowing your nervous system to calm down. And if you are, if your parasympathetic nervous system is activated, then you're going to recover better versus I think we all know the term fight or flight. If you're in fight or flight, like you're not going to be able to recover. Your body's just going to constantly be on high alert. Totally understandable. And I agree with everything you said right now. Uh, moving to the last question, what do you feel is the one thing that patients and I would say everyone should prioritize in their life to have a healthy lifestyle? What should be there? So if I had to pick just one thing, I honestly think I would pick sleep because it's so important. Like you can do all the other things, right? But if your sleep isn't dialed in, you're missing the mark. And this is true with so much. So like we've been talking about movement and strength training and it's absolutely imperative there. But if you are the person who is doing the strength training, going on hikes, 
getting the work done. Like if you're that person that's a go-getter and doing all the things, but you're not dialing in sleep, you're doing yourself a disservice and you're more likely to hit burnout. It's actually why this is kind of off topic, but like I did, I'm launching a course, literally opened the doors yesterday for healthcare providers to help them better take care of themselves. Meaning let's get you focused on what does your career look like? What does your lifestyle look like? Are you really functioning optimally? Let's get you to avoid burnout and actually do all the things you want to do. And one of the big things that I see with people is letting sleep slide. And it just kind of, it, it's like a domino effect with everything else that we do. I believe, you know, you just raised a very nice initiative right now and a very nice topic that should be discussed more about of mental and physical health of the healthcare professionals. We often mm -hmm. tend to see, you know, ignoring our own health while educating others about it. Especially when a field where you have to work like 24-7, I would say. It's not a 9 to yep. job. In fact, it is a 24-7 job. Work, your clientele base, as soon as it grows, you have to work a little harder over it. And since, like, look at us. We are on both opposite poles and having our different time zones. So we would have, you know, uh, being awake at some nights to prepare for it and being awake at some nights to uh, have a mutual date for it. So for that reason, I believe that this is a very nice initiative and I would also take up it as a discussion topic later in my episodes that how much healthcare professionals' personal, mental and physical health is so much important. That is so nice of yes. you, such a thoughtful initiative. In the end, I would request you, Dr. Megan, to... Spread a message of motivation to our students. You know, in my uh, audience, I have a lot of aspiring doctors, specifically physical therapists. And we all know how much do they think about it right now. Like it's a never ending process for them. And they really feel that, you know, this is going to be the very, the most hardest thing that they have opted for. And it is like they are not actually enjoying it. So what is your views on them? And what one thing you would like to give them as a suggestion right now? All right. So for someone who is like a student or person, yeah. So the biggest thing is like, remind yourself of the end goal because school, I'm not going to sugarcoat the fact that school is hard. Like it's drinking from a fire hydrant. It's not, are you going to retain everything? It's how, what can you retain and what can you apply? The rest of it, whatever you kind of like miss, because it is it's so much information, like you can go back and learn later. Like you'll pick it up with experience as you work. It's totally fine. So just, I mean, obviously the biggest thing is kind of like focus on your goals, take care of yourself first and foremost. So that all that stuff that we just talked about with healthcare providers absolutely applies to students too. Like it's the idea of if you ever fly, you know, they tell you to put your own oxygen mask on first before helping others around you because otherwise you can't help the others around you. Same goes for this. Take care of your own physical, mental, and emotional wellness first. And then you can give so much more to other people. That also applies to while you're pursuing this career. That would be the biggest thing that I would say. Because if if you don't do that, you're gonna it's gonna be an uphill battle more than you need to make it. But I would say if you feel called to this, absolutely just keep keep doing one more. That's the other. I love that idea of like, just do one more focus on the next thing that you need to do. Don't worry about the big picture down the line because that can get overwhelming. Just focus on the next task in front of you to get to your goals. 
and with this i would like to add one more thing that learning is a lifelong process so all my dear students who are learning yes. who are listening and watching this right now do not be scared of learning even we as doctors we are still learning and all the other healthcare professionals who you know are on the top notch of their career and lifestyle they are still learning the basics and it is okay yep. things at time because we at the end we all are humans and we have the same brain the same capacity to learn and to revise well with this i would like to thank dr megan for taking out time for us and speaking to us i believe you had enjoyed this discussion and it was fruitful for you as well yes yeah this was amazing thank you so much for having me on thank you so much dr all my listeners viewers on various platforms from various countries of the world this is your reminder to straighten your back and to get up from your desk and move a little drink glass of water take care goodbye